It's a fantastic. Superb. Superb. Uh, everything you do, and I don't know why I'm talking like a douche douchebag. <laughs> you saved me. No, I obligated you. There's a difference. The game has changed. We return to the old rules. And the people who won the last round with their grande lattes and their frequent flyer miles are about to become the buffet. <laughs> Zombies Ate My Podcast. We are broadcasting to you sort of alive. Um, it's sort of a thing. Um, it's sort of a thing because I thought I might be dead for a while there. I'm still, I still might be dead. I'm not 100% sure. But let me just tell you something. Don't watch zombie shows while you're extremely sick because you just become infected. Does it hurt to pee? <laughs> um, only when I go number two. Well, you, <laughs> you have your thermometer ready because, you know, if you're having a fever, well, it might I be did. time to euthanize you. And that was the problem. I had a fever <laughs> and the only cure was more, no. Um, Cowbell? No. Um, yeah. did, you try, did you try selling your watch? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and your I, diamond cufflinks. I had some cufflinks, cuff but I left one in Vegas. I thought those were Super Bowl rings. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know football. I don't know. They look. They were shiny and circular. I whatever cufflinks, you know what? Ryan. Do you even know what they are? They they. I don't wear long sleeve shirts, so no. it's it's you know what you know what let's just do this thing right uh this this is indeed zombies ain't my podcast where we uh listen like oh god depends on it only very louder um so uh, i am bob fournier that's ryan murphy that's lou page there you go guys i introduced everyone yes you did um so seriously i'm watching fear the walking dead and they're talking about fevers and how you know people are sick and here I am with a fever, <laughs> like sick off my ass. And I'm like, oh, no, <laughs> I'm zombie. I'm going to turn. Yeah. Don't use that cattle thing against me. Yeah, that was like some uh, No Country for Old Men shit. Right <laughs> yeah, there. I know, right? That's what I thought of, too. I was like, spoilers. I'm going to uh, flip a coin. <laughs> yeah, no, when I when I saw the, uh, the the guy with the gas tank, I was like, oh, I know what they're using. I know, right? You saw that, and you're like, "Oh crap, that's not good." Um, the, we got we got more on that later, though. That's Fear the Walking Dead. That thing is coming together pretty quick. Um, first, though, we should do what we do. We should do some zombie news. The virus has completely devastated over 150 of the world's major regions, and then is spreading rapidly. Lou, how do you feel about um, video games? Oh, you know I love the video games. How do you feel about zombies? You know I love the zombies. How do you feel about 50s housewives? <laughs> uh, are they killing the zombies? 
Uh, you know what, Lou? They are. Then I'm sold. Um, so there's a game out on Kickstarter. It's called, uh, what is it, Aberford? A- yep. Aberford? Yep. All right, get your rolling pins ready. Okay, that was a pretty... Uh, no, it's in the video game, guys. I'm not, I'm not sexist, I swear. Um, th- no, there's a game on Kickstarter, Lou, and um, it's got a cool style to it. What does it remind you of? It has a cool style. It reminds me of a open-world beat-em-up. Yeah. Almost in like a... I don't want to say... that game... I, I feel like it reminds me of a different game, the art style of it. it, it the, the art style reminds me of the walk, Telltale Walking Dead that, art I, style. I think that might be what it is, is you kind of get that feel for it. Yeah. Um, it looks car- car- comic booky, but not. And I like the art style. I like the premise. They're really not selling me, though. No? No. The premise is pretty cool. Basically, you're a housewife. And you're killing zombies? Is that the premise? That yeah. seems to be the premise. You, um, is it? You know, it's, it's, it's interesting. Um, you see this. We're always asking for different zombie content. And zombies are in still. They're in. People love zombies. And then you look at this Kickstarter and you look at it. They're asking for $6,000. Uh, sorry, $675,000, which is fine. That's a actually a more reasonable number than, than most uh, Kickstarters go with because... You know, video games cost money, people, and they are they not chump change. So, um, but it's only got seventy thousand, and I'm kind of shocked because only eighteen days ago at the time of this recording, too. Well, yeah. Well, to be honest, it looks interesting, but they have nothing here talking about the story or the plot. It literally just is showing you the four main protagonists and some clip footage of them killing zombies in a 1950s style world which think, is cool i think that is the plot that if that but there's nothing here to explain why they're killing the zombies where the zombies came from is there a story they're like yeah there's a story yeah and the story sounds super generic yeah and they're they're out there defending it like i'm looking at the comments here and the actual creator of the kickstarters is chiming in about a lot of people are like oh this is so much money this is so much money and you should have asked for less and and they're commenting on how they could have asked for less. And I, I I, appreciate people trying to do something different with the zombie genre and with games in general and, and going with the 50s housewives um, sort of like aspect is really cool. It's 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 an interesting it – it's is. a really cool art style as well like you were saying. It, it reminds me of a, a cel-shaded fallout. Cel-shaded you know? is a good way to – yeah. Yeah, uh, you know what? I see that. Yeah, it's a, it's it looks like it'll be a, it would be a fun game to play. Maybe you know, pass a few hours. You know what I mean? Yeah. If they made it like episodic, like The Walking Dead, I could see that being fun. Yeah. So just looking at the pledges here, like they've got a, a decent amount of pledge levels, depending on what you want to back it at. But yeah, it's um, it's pretty, it's interesting. Like twenty five dollars will net you a digital copy of the game, which is probably uh, at a, at a steep discount. Um, yeah. So, I don't know. I I think it's interesting. People should go check it out. Aberford, a video game of zombies and and 50s housewives. And that's another interesting. It's a Kickstarter staff pick. I'm surprised yeah. it's not seeing more attention. It's kind of unfortunate cuz like 70 grand in half the time this Kickstarter's been live. Yeah. It's not yeah. a whole lot. 
not looking good for these guys, unfortunately. Yeah, definitely not. <clears throat> um, you know what does look good? What? Cats with zombies. I'm glad you didn't say kitties because that, that caused an issue in the pre-show. <laughs> Whoopsies. Yeah. Uh, so, no, um, this Z Nation, always in the news. My favorite. <laughs> Love me some Z Nation. Uh, they made a little promo where they where they put cats in place of zombies. Or not in place of zombies. Cats fighting zombies. Cats fighting zombies with Shooting. sniper rifles and yeah. machine guns. Yeah. And it's amazing. Uh, yeah, it's a fun little promo and uh, makes you realize that Z Nation is definitely that serious zombie show that we're all looking for. I'm just kidding. I'm I'm gonna stop ragging on Z Nation. Yeah, <laughs> it's a we're gonna time. get emails, man. You you, you you just want us to get more hate mail. <laughs> I know. I'm just kidding. Not hate mail. It's peak mail. It's good. Pete, it's yeah. good mail. Uh, no, but no. It was it was definitely an awesome promo. That that's some different zombie content right there. By the way. Well, it's my favorite episode of Z Nation. I gotta put it up there. <laughs> so yeah. When I, oh, saw, you can when, do I it. when I saw the link <laughs> in the notes for cats versus zombies, I was like, this is either gonna be the cutest thing ever. Or it's going to be really stupid. Yeah. yeah. But wasn't it and the cutest thing ever? Yes, it was. I think it, I think it was kind of bold. My oh favorite my thing was like the fake cat arms. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Those were my favorite part. And you just like just train the cat to sit super still. And the cats are just, they're just behaving so well. And you just, aw. Yeah. And not to detract from the cats, but when the video ends, it does link you to a video that says, watch cats. Be assassins in Assassin's Creed Unity. Did you watch that too? I did watch that too. But that's better than the cats versus zombies. Oh, you went down man. a rabbit hole of cats, didn't you? You went down a cat <laughs> hole of rabbits. Wait, what? <laughs> yes, I did. Something happened there. No, but it's a fun. It's a fun little promo, and it makes you uh, realize that Z Nation would be better with cats. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, I might be better with cats, Bob. <laughs> I, I gotta. I mean, if we're gonna talk about something before we we just drown in Walking Dead content after this story. Yeah. Uh, I've been. I'm almost done with iZombie. I think I may have mentioned it on the oh, show. Oh yeah, recently. you were talking about that. And uh, it's really good. And I keep seeing Z Nation on my Netflix, and I'm like, hmm. And I. And that's as far as I get. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Start with the, the watch like the first. 20 minutes of the first episode and then go right to the second episode and just assume that uh, the guy from Lost dies. Oh, yeah. See, I didn't even... And you're I, all set after that. Yeah. So, the other thing, too, in terms of zombie content uh, coming up, we got that Scout for Scoutmaster versus Zombies movie. That's coming uh, up real soon, isn't it? Yes. Uh, I kind of want to like see that. October 15th, I think. It's. I believe it is only getting a limited theater release. Oh well, if it's so, um, if it's uh, let's throw it out there. If it's available for rental pretty soon after release, we should totally. Uh, I'm down. Do some stuff. I'm totally down with that. Yeah. Yep. Whatever that stuff may be. Well, probably uh, probably some cool stuff involving commentaries, but you know, I don't want to. I don't want to detail too much it's got patrick schwarzenegger in it because <laughs> his son needs an acting career yeah right yeah that's you know exactly it. what we need all right let's let's go ahead and drown ourselves in some walking dead news you ready no nope. ready from here on out um we got a new little bit of a teaser trailer for the walking dead season six um it's called you have you don't have a choice and um that means you have to watch it you don't have a choice right now 
Yep, go ahead. I wasn't I wasn't going to watch it cuz I don't want to be spoiled even though I know AMC is both delightfully no, they're just delightfully terrible at making trailers prior to the season coming out and I shouldn't yeah. complain cuz when they make a trailer it doesn't it doesn't tell you everything that's happening. If anything it's a little misleading when we're talking about a pre-show. Um you know, that's my gripe with uh, the very, uh, AMC's trailers for walking dead is they always build up and build up and build up this this big thing that you think is going to be like the whole season arc and then it's resolved in the first episode yeah yeah and i have a funny feeling that that's where we're going they're building up this morgan and rick battle or confrontation and i have i i am of two minds of what's going to happen and it's either going to be Morgan's really in on it with Rick and he's just playing it so that he can help keep the peace or their battle is going to be resolved in like two episodes and then the wolves are going to show up. Yeah. It's, yeah well, I yeah. was watching um, – when I've been watching Fear the Walking Dead online through AMC, um, they show those trailers uh, for mm-hmm. The Walking Dead, which is always funny because I'm like, oh my god, so much zombies. Mm-hmm. Um, they um, there's there was a line that Rick said, and I think it was something like, "I like something about I can't trust anyone now, or I don't take any chances, or something like that." Yeah. And Morgan goes, Morgan says, and and you shouldn't. Yeah. So it it kind of it makes you wonder what because that looks like right after the scene where Rick like beats that guy to death and then kills him or whatever. Yeah. Um. So it almost looks like it's like a weird reunion for the two of them. Yeah. But, uh, I just can't tell. Like I remember watching a trailer. Like even I think it may have been that Comic Con one where they, were I don't know. I'm. Well, there's still there's still. I think Rick is still indifferent as to protecting the residents of Alexandria. Like he's he he's already he's already stated that I'm not interested in putting our people in danger to make sure these newbies right. survive. Like that's not what he's interested in doing. And Daryl's obviously interested in in the protection of all. So. I and and the start uh, you really do realize the stark difference between Fear the Walking Dead and The Walking Dead when you see these trailers after watching Fear the Walking Dead in that Fear the Walking Dead is more about normal people and The Walking Dead is about these people that have been in the apocalypse for a while and they're yeah. surrounded by shit like they're surrounded by zombies of all different varieties and I'm I miss that as funny as that sounds, I miss I miss the the massive amounts of zombies and terrible human beings in The Walking Dead and our favorite characters. Whereas in Fear the Walking Dead, it's this slow burn, still got horrible human beings in it, but no no massive amount of zombies. I don't think we've seen more than one or two zombies on screen at a time, and I yeah. miss it. I miss the hordes. Oh, well, I, I oh yeah yeah. I um I actually was um going to talk about that when we talked about Fear the Walking Dead, but uh mm. yeah you do you do definitely yeah you're kind of you kind of like you see these trailers with all these zombies walking around the woods and shit like that oh stuff like that are, are we allowed to swear did I just do like freak out for no We're reason allowed. I don't We're know allowed to swear as far we, as uh, I know we swear once in a while I don't think anybody's keeping us down but yeah, uh, yeah, the I don't know. Not, um. Yeah, so I just I feel like you watch the trailers, you're like, ah, oh, I want that so bad. I just need so much zombies in my zombie content, you know? Yeah. But um, it's uh, it's interesting. It's it's fun to to kind of compare the two of them too. 
because uh, you gotta gotta kind of remember like this is when it first happened, and then Walking Dead was already going on for a while when Rick got out of that coma. You know what I mean? Right. So it's uh, it's hard to, you know. Yeah, because we're officially there, what 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 is it that what is it that the one of the kids says? This is day nine. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. pretty early on uh, in Fear of the Walking Dead. Yep. So. You know that's going on, and then we also have the news from the web web series, right? The webisodes. The webisodes. Yeah. We flight actually have details. Two. Yeah. Oh it's, man. It's flight four sixty two. It's a sixteen part web series. That yeah. means that they're about ten minutes a piece. No, actually, funny enough, they actually detail it. I think they're each one minute clips. Yeah. Which sounds it's a, terrible. It's a 16-minute thing. Yeah. That they're going to stretch which, out over like a month. Well, no, they, over, they talking about, over the whole uh, season, I think. But Yeah, so remember they talked about putting those in the, the commercials for Walking Dead? Yep. So I think that's what it is. It's like a one-minute, and then goes back to the Walking Dead, and then another, another minute of, you know what I mean? Um, probably like once per episode, maybe. It's yeah. a it's a it's a cool idea, but I think if you're gonna do something like this, they gotta be longer than minute episodes. Yeah. Just do just do an actual webisode. You know what I mean? Like yeah. make it available online. I don't I don't want to be watching all sixteen something. minutes or even make it a twenty minute or a half an hour thing. Just stick it on your website. Yeah. You'll get a ton of traffic. People so, will be interested, especially if one of the cast members is going to be in the next season. Yeah. Um do you think it's just the? Uh, we only got one image that, uh, at least on this. Uh, uh, oh yeah, okay. They have one image. So if we look at this image, and we look at all the characters in it, which one of these characters appears to be someone that they could keep around? It's gonna um, be that that old guy in the green black <laughs> shirt. Yeah, yeah. That's, yep. <laughs> Nailed it. That person. <laughs> they all look super generic, except for the girl in the trench coat, green thing. Um, I don't think you're going to have another teenage doofus. I think he's going to die. The, oh, the boy right in the middle of the picture? Yeah, I think it'll yeah. be the girl. I think that's the character we see come over to season two. Oh, you know who it is? You want to know who it is? What? It's the dude in front with his camera, the his back of his head to the camera. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, they don't want to reveal him just yet. Yeah, no, no. I mean, why would you? Um, so, anyways, how this is premiering, it's starting this Sunday. And then we're getting another episode the Sunday after, and they'll premiere online afterwards. And yeah, so less than a minute, so basically not even a commercial break. I'm kind of this is gonna. It could either be great or it could crash and burn. Like I don't know how you keep something compelling week to week. In no under one's a gonna be excited about it. Like a minute a piece, you're gonna be like, uh, what? What's going to happen in a minute that really makes you want to, you know what I mean? What if it's like, what if it's not not 60 minutes straight of something happening, but a minute, each minute is a, is a time on the airplane spread out. So it's like uh, the first minute is them boarding and seeing a guy cough. And the second minute is an hour later and the guy's oh, that's like. that's worse. Sure. Oh yeah, that's worse. That's awful. I'm just, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm just trying to think. Like AMC, I'm spitballing no, here. I think, I think what we're gonna get is we're gonna get mid-flight, and you're gonna see somebody acting weird, and they're gonna be covering up a, a bite, 
That's the first minute. The second minute is going to be that that guy starts convulsing and somebody goes, what's wrong with him? The third minute's going to be he bites somebody else and it's going to slowly start spreading across the plane. And then like the last five minutes will be them trying to figure out what the hell they're going to do and whether or not the plane is going to crash or whatever. Mm. Well, we know it won't crash because evidently someone from the show is going to be joining season two. But... Well, it doesn't mean they don't survive the crash. Yeah, Ryan. Wait, what? Oh, like, yeah, I guess a plane can... Yeah, never mind. Stupid. Yeah. It's happened before. I just want you to know. I, you know, I just, you know, I think plane crashes and I think, hmm, that sucks. Yeah. So, um, we, that, it's a, I think it's a bad idea, but, uh, we'll, we'll find out how that goes. We got, we got some time. We got a week. Is it, wait, is it next week or the week after it starts? It starts next week. Yeah. So it's next week. It's, it's this Sunday. And then thanks to the glory of AMC being the American movie channel, um, they're actually premiering The Walking Dead Prime on Thanksgiving long weekend. So uh, actually, right now, there's a, there's a uh, I think it started already, but um, or does it start Monday, uh, an entire run of the series up to leading to The Walking Dead. Oh, Fear the Walking Dead? Mm-mm. No, regular Walking Dead. The Walking oh. Dead prime i guess you could call it sorry i get confused when you don't use the the standard yeah, yeah, nomenclature yeah. of the fear of the walking dead and walking in prime like uh, yeah so that there's gonna be a whole marathon of that so if you guys got cable and you got a little amc a little little american movie channel is that what it is american movie channel yeah I think it's so. american movie classic oh classics, okay yeah. american movie classics because you know, um, why would you include channel if you already know it's channel anyway yeah I, uh, I, i'm thinking i, I could use a, a run through of the series again I'm tempted to watch season parts of season five again. Like mainly like the all the hunter stuff I think is great. I could probably skip Tyrese's death because that's just I no, thanks. Anyways, we should probably that's a spoiler. Sorry folks, if you haven't caught up on Walking Dead. Oh. Ah, uh, you know what? I think it's okay. Uh, you know what? Let's just pretend that never happened. Well let's talk about our new favorite fear of the Walking Dead, alright? Yay. Tell him about Cobalt. It's all right. Cobalt is the command code to initiate evac from the LA base. Evac. When? When? When do we leave? Not you. It's just us. What? Go on. Our people. Tell them. Tell them what happens to them. Cobalt includes procedures for the humane termination of... Of what? What? You didn't finish your scent? Oh, oh, I get it. Humane termination of uh, I, sewer uh, rats. Cows. Cows? cows need to go. They're yeah. the ones. That's how the apocalypse starts. That, you Mad know, cow they, disease. They have a lot of uh, a lot of utensils that they could use to take out cows, as we've seen in that hospital. Oh, so anyway, um, so yeah, so we were off for a week because of me. I apologize. It's Bob's fault, everybody. Yeah. Although it was uh, kind of a slow. We could probably like just skip that episode. Right? Yeah. So we we're going to talk about episodes four and five. Uh, kind of just jumble them together because. I watched them back to back, so they so kind of like all one thing for me. Yeah, I watched them a while ago. Okay, I didn't watch them. So uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, we have so, a, all the whole gambit here. 
we're we're starting to get uh, some quick story development here. Yeah. Um. So a- as we left off, uh, we we saw the first glimpse of the army coming in and uh, taking care of some business. Mm-hmm. And uh, we come back, and the army's in full control of this little suburb of L.A. Kind of right. Yeah, they've got it all fenced in, and they said that they're pretty much the only ones alive. Yeah. That was quick. Yep, right. and then quick. and then I can't remember the kid's name. I think it's Chris. Um, that- Nick. Nick. No, Nick's the druggie. I think. Oh right? no! Yeah, you're right. Uh, Chris. Yeah. I think it is Chris. Yeah. yeah. Chris is the is the weird emo guy. Yeah, and he sees a flash of light from what looks like a school building or some kind of like governmental building on the other side of town. While he's making a blog, mind you. Yes. Or whatever he's doing. but It's, it's, it's called a vlog, Bob. I am which, so sorry. I'm just which, making by sure. The way, which, by the way, I got to say something. Uh-huh. I was cool with the fact that he had a video camera. There, I do have one issue with it at this point. They've established that it's there is no GoPro. electricity. Yeah, well, no, they, so, yeah, there's some power. They have power at certain times, but... It looks like they have par- power at certain times of the day through a generator, and he's wasting their electricity so he can charge his video camera. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 right. Can, um, can I just, I, I just want to completely derail this wonderful conversation and, and notice that... Uh, Remember we were saying, like, oh, this is set in Los Angeles. That's so boring. It turns out they filmed this whole season in Vancouver. I'm not joking. Yeah. Okay. Of course they did. Before. Did we talk about that? Everything's filmed in Vancouver. Okay. So I, I got my Walking Dead Canada is what we're talking about, basically. Yes, you did. Perfect. All right. Um, back to the show. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. so like you're saying, he's doing a weird vlog thing. I think he's just being a kid. He's killing time. Um, the, the whole premise of, is, you know, this, these two episodes, there was a key theme. It's that humans are assholes in the world of the walking dead, no matter whether you're in Los Angeles or Atlanta. I don't, it's, I realize one is a city and one's a state, but you know what I mean? They're just terrible people. I don't get it. And, uh, but they start to becoming my regular issue with this series of both Mm -hmm. series in general. Is that everybody is just a jerk? Yeah, I don't. And like, I, and I, I'm beginning to lose any kind. All of my these last two episodes, my I'm bonding to characters that I don't, I shouldn't be bonding with. Yeah. Well, the characters either... I like are the the characters I like are the characters that are like, yeah, I, I hope this guy lives, but everybody else can die. Yeah. Well, that's just it. They're either they're either jerks or they're idiots. They're jerks because they're, uh, you know, they're doing something terrible, uh, putting other people in danger for no particular reason, uh, or they're they're idiots because they're shooting up drugs in the zombie apocalypse, or they're just, you know, indifferent. Like some of the characters don't fall into either category, but the middle ground is just they're boring and, blah, you know, like one of the sister. She's just she's just a teenage girl and she's boring. Um, so, yeah, uh, this episode, the fourth episode, I mean, Nick is, is a druggie. He's, he's getting his feet. I thought that was an, he, he we, really We established wanted that he's told his mother he's kicked his drug habit, but yeah. we figured out 
that the idiot is stealing morphine off the guy dying in the bed. Yeah. Yeah, and that, and we get we get some more interactions with the army. Uh, we we they're really setting up the corporal or whatever his name is. Uh, I think yeah, the cor not the corporal, uh, the main, the main. I don't know what they call it. A corporal's the only one that comes to mind. Captain, maybe. What's the higher ranking officer? I can't remember. Is it captain? I think. I think the guy in charge is the captain. Okay, yeah. so the guy in charge, the captain, he. I think they're kind of they're trying to set him up as a loose cannon, but he not, he might he might not be like that's the yeah. thing I I kind of I kind of see him as a loose cannon but not really because there's Whoa. like he's like oh I'm the one with the guns so don't come near me and I'm like mm, nah you shouldn't say that to people <laughs> well you can tell that they're not communicate they're not getting what you established by the end of this episode is that these guys do not have any command. He is in charge, and you get the distinct impression he's not getting any kind of communications from right. from any kind of headquarters. That yeah. L.A. base that they talk—that's it. Yeah, like they—that sounds like they ain't heard from D.C. in a long time. Yeah, and but that's just it. This is nine days. Oh, after the quarantine. So right. it's, not, it's not necessarily nine days after this shit hit the it's fan. Probably, but, it's probably been about 15 days. But we, yeah, but we get the sense that the outside world is gone. Um, like there's or no, at least it's falling. Yeah, but, but we get the sense that there's no humans outside of the quarantine zone. It's weird. Like humanity just disappeared overnight. It's, well, it's kind of interesting. It, when Madison leaves to go outside the fence and see what's going on, she comes back and tells her husband that they shot live people. Yeah. Yeah. And not, he doesn't yeah, believe her. Infected. Yeah. So, yeah, you got that going on. You got the son that says. That he sees the, sees the, the, yeah. the light across town. Yeah. And you kind of get this odd, overwhelming feeling that something big's about to happen, you know? Yeah, and, and then, then at the big end happens. of the episode, the big highlight of the episode, and it's really the key point, is they take Nick. Yeah. No, no, that's not the highlight. The highlight is uh, his mother beats the snot out of him. Yeah. Yeah, she's not happy with him. He, he's, he, she finds out he slips up and he, classic druggie, says, like, oh, I don't know what I should say. And it's like, she's just like, are you an idiot? And starts hitting him. Just not hitting, not hitting him, like angry. <laughs> frustrated hitting yeah she figures out what he's up to she beats the crap out of him uh, mother of the uh, year they, they about 20 minutes later the military knocks on the door they take this sick uh older woman upstairs with a broken leg yep and they take, they take nick and earlier they promised that the husband could go with the, with her and now that's not going to happen yeah and so, yeah, basically they're falling. This you you obviously know that something fishy's going on, and they wrap it all up in a nice little bow. When the father steps outside, and you can tell he sees the light, or somebody flashing the light from the building across town, and then he sees muzzle gunfire. Oh, well, yeah, and and he 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 feels responsible because he's the one that told the captain. The guy. You know, he's like. Yeah. We saw uh, someone signaling. There's someone out there. You need to send a platoon and go look. Yeah. 
And we don't really get a sense of how bad it is out there until the next episode. But in this one, we're kind of like, yeah, it can't be that bad. Send a platoon, go fetch those folks that are over there and bring them back. Obviously, they went over there, but with no intentions on bringing them in. And I really do, I agree with you, Lou, in that they're not getting word from on high, or at least the last word from on high was protect the quarantine zone at all costs. Those are the only non-infected humans. Everybody else is infected. Because as we know, we just assume everyone's infected, which everyone is infected, but they don't know to what case. So but see, that's broken in this next episode. Yeah, it is. The, the, the nurse at the one point when the old lady dies says, this happens to everyone that dies. Sure. But here's the thing. So, I, I thought it was broken at first too. And then I realized... Just because she figures it out and they figure it out doesn't mean the rest of the world figures it out. Well, right. I think I think at the very least the military and anybody connected to that hospital knows, you know. And I think the military is is using that as an excuse to put down everybody not in the quarantine zone because if you're outside the quarantine zone, you're you are not only infected but just at risk of spreading infection. Yeah. Um, so, no, I, I doubt I, they actively go I'm, out and kill civilians. I'm trying but. to remember how exactly how episode five begins, but doesn't it begin with Olivia throwing bottles at the fence? Yeah. Well, no. It, yeah, it begins with um. Yeah. So they took them away to the hospital at the very end, and then it opens up with um that um. What's that dude's name? Victor Strand or something like that. Yeah. Who is yeah. that? And why should I know who that is? He. I gotta tell you. Just a little side note here. This guy's going to play a big role, and I think in this the last episode in the next season. I, I agree. Um, like they're really I setting up gonna, some bad they're guys. Set, they're setting him up as the villain for next season. I don't think so. I don't know because here's what I like about him. He sees. Oh, he could be. I guess I could see that happening. But uh, he sees the world <clears throat> as what for, it's becoming. for what it's going to be. Like he gives the guy his watch. He gives him. The cufflinks. His, his cufflinks. He's because he he's, knows in about twenty minutes that shit's not going to be. It's ne- none of it's ever going to be of worth anymore. Like, and this guy is obviously a guy that had some wealth. You know what I mean? He had some riches, and obviously we haven't really seen that yet in the Walking Dead series or Walking Dead or Fear the Walking Dead. It's always been like blue collar kind of working class people. Yeah, even though they're in L.A., which is like there's a lot yeah. of rich people in L.A. So now, now we're gonna get this guy who's got this cocky attitude. And like he knows what's going on, like he's giving away all of his wealthy possessions to to barter with, yeah. And it's just like he gets it already. And I'm I'm really interested by this character and what they're going to do with him because he seems like he knows what's going on. Well, he know? obviously cares about like he didn't care about that guy he was tormenting, and I think he just did that to get the crime blubber and man out of his yeah. cell. But um, he he cares. He helped uh, Nick out. To a certain extent, I mean, he's gonna, he's gonna, it's a trade. He's gonna get Nick to help him too. But maybe you're right. Maybe they aren't no, setting he him didn't up. To help him out. He obligated him. Were yeah. you not listening? I was not listening, but so I was. Let's let's just jump right into five, though. So we we yeah. start we open up with five. We we meet him in the prison, um, or the whatever it is, uh, the hospital they call it, I guess. And um, so. We're trying to figure out this girl. She's uh, – I can't remember her name. I'm actually finally happy that I learned whose kid belongs to which parent in this show. <laughs> like I know I was having trouble figuring out like who – you know what I mean? Like, hey, okay, so this is obviously the mother and father of this kid. And yeah. these two are now definitely the mother of this girl. Like I figured it out. I'm good now. Yeah. But um, so 
there, all this stuff that was happening, kind of looming over season four, is now in full effect, or season episode four is now in full effect in episode five. And uh, we we open up with the woman trying to convince her boyfriend to to bring their what was it her mother right yeah back her mother back and let's just talk about Mister um, Mister Barber Man there um he's he's a little evil <laughs> his, his character went exactly where I thought it was gonna see go. I didn't think that like I figured he was just a kind of a hard ass like blah 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 but like torture uh what. Yeah, it was no, a bit when, much. When he tells the story about when he, where he comes from, when the bad thing happens and they take you away in the bag, I and I was like, yeah, I have a funny feeling he's the guy that was taking people away, and then he reveals in this episode he was the guy that took you away. That's how he knew what that was, and you're like, okay. So maybe he's not the uh, not the not the upstanding citizen that we think he is. Oh, and we have found out pretty quick that he is not. Yeah, he is a bad mofo, man. He is, he is not uh, a fan of skin being on yeah, people's arms. He does not like arm skin. No, he just really despises your arm having complete yeah. and utter coverage. It's by your ridiculous. Skin. Yeah. yeah, he's right. I mean, let's be honest. Do we need it? No. Do we need it? so? No. So actually, before we talk about, I mean, so obviously he captures that he kind of like takes that guard, uh, the, the national the, army the, guy. The national guard guy comes in to help console her and convince her that <laughs> they they need to, that that he that that her mother is safe. Da 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 da. Lo and behold, he's captured in a basement. Yeah, and then he's duct taped to a chair, and then this dude is. Like uh, you, you tell he's talking to him, and he's taking out the little um, razors, and you're like, "Oh Jesus!" Well, can I just yep. throw it out there? Like, maybe no. he's not a terrible person. He's just like he did just find out his daughter's been gallivanting with the army. Like, well, well, I think that was already known. My issue is, is the army guy literally tells him, "I am an open book. I will tell you everything I know." But was he going to tell him about Cobalt? He wasn't. That's I the thing. It. So, at first, at first, you feel bad for this National Guard dude. You're like, "Oh, this guy's just pure evil." You know, like he is literally cutting the skin off his arm, and like just tormenting this kid who's who's willingly talking to him. Yeah, right. He's like, "Oh, I'll tell you everything," and the guy's like, "Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm gonna do it for fun." <laughs> no, he was like, he was, just, "That's kind of his attitude." Yeah, he's just like, "I'm gonna do this because you took my wife and you lied to me." And, but you learn like further and further along that this guy's doing this that he's this National Guard guy not as cool as you thought he was because first of all he admits that he, they locked all those people in that arena because they were just getting overrun by the infected which I think is what they're calling them which is actually pretty genius I don't know why any of us never thought of that one but um, well yeah they weren't so I guess they weren't even confident what was what were infected and what were normal humans yeah. so they right. they're they like said well that they were getting overwhelmed they could the, everybody was barging them they could didn't understand which was which was which were infected and which were already turned so, so they just chained shot, the doors they chained the doors and shot those so that they could leave yep yeah basically which, ensuring that there is a stadium filled with 2000 zombies arena. Now right. let's, let's and and and, yeah. and 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 what you can establish is you can understand how that happened. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's easy to understand that the army doesn't understand what's going on. It's the first days of an outbreak. People are overreacting. 
they had to get out of there. You get why it, it's terrible that it happened, and it doesn't necessarily make them bad guys. It doesn't make them good guys either. It's well, kind yeah. of that. It's kind of that picture. It kind of, but it does paint a bad picture. Yeah. And, but then it gets worse. Yeah. So you know, it's it's. Let's talk about too about um, uh, what's his face there, Mr. Manawa there, uh, Travis. He um. He goes on a little joyride outside the fence because he wants to see the doctor, right? Yeah, which he, the, guy, the, uh, the captain guy tells him he can't do it, can't do it, can't do it. But then when he tells him that, you know, if you don't start giving us answers, you're going to end up with the whole town down here. Yeah, and he's and, like, is that a threat? And he's like, no, nope, just, just, just a helpful hint. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and to be honest, the army guy really isn't thinking rational. You can tell he's not being rational about anything. He's pissed. He's just pissed. Yeah. And then what you, what they, 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 they put him all in the vehicle, and before they get in the vehicle, he tells the guy, tells one of his lieutenants or whatever, like, you need to, we need to go out there again. And he's like, we haven't slept in 50 hours. Yeah. And I will tell you right now, you, if you're not sleeping for 50 hours, it's because you're taking something to avoid sleep. Oh, Zombies. yeah. Zombies. What? Yeah, you're taking zombies. Um, I, well, here's I, the thing, too. The, yeah. This National Guard leader there, the captain, he's he's already, like, pissed at everyone because he's got one guy that, like, almost tries to, uh, like, walk away, you know? Yeah. Uh, from the job, and, you know, he's trying to keep everyone in line. You can just tell there's no, there's, like Lou said, there's chaos even among the people that are protecting the people, you know? Yeah, you can tell that they don't want to be there either. Yeah, and um, so this this Travis he he gets on this joyride, and of course they try and make him shoot a, a zombie on the way over there. Which, by the way, can I just be honest? It's stupid that he didn't just pull the trigger. But at the same time, it's nine days into the infection or after the quarantine, you really don't know what's going on. You you understand it, but at the same time, like I see what they did there. Like they showed her face, showed her name tag, and he's saying she's not a person. And he's looking at it like everything's telling him the opposite, you know? Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. A world that we know now with zombies existing and stuff, like, you, you, you should take the shot, you know? Yeah. But I could see what the point they were trying to prove. And, like, they just, obviously, they just want to make him feel like less of a man out in that trip. Yeah. They show up and try to help some, some uh, SWAT team, right? Um, in, a, in a builder or a library, was it? Uh, I believe it was a, 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 a library. And I think only, like, what, two of the guys came back? It's two of the guys, and neither one of them is the captain. Yeah. yeah. Now, the impressive thing about that scene, too, while we're talking about it, is the radio part of it. Like, I love, like, the fact that, like, you're watching it, and he's stuck in this, this uh, like, this Hummer, right? This yeah. army vehicle, and he's, like, just has to listen to the radio banter between them and the horrific things that are going on. Because he can hear the gunfire, but he, he, can't. he yeah, and like the radio is coming in on the communications thing there, and all he can do is sit there and just listen to it, and things are just going really bad. Yeah, and uh, I thought that was a really cool scene because it's like a scene of helplessness, but like you know, just absolute dread of what's out there. No, it was it was really good, and and I think it's interesting because if you really wanted to draw the conclusion that this is a low budget spinoff you certainly could because there's not a lot of big set pieces but then i think that's an argument you shouldn't make because there are other things that would cost money and that, that they do really well in terms of like all the army stuff is just that's 
it's just really well done and you're convinced that like they yeah. have quarantined a small part of this town and it's a big area um but the way the way they're sort of holding back on the zombies we talked about it in the news and how it was it was great to see hordes of zombies again in the walking dead and then with fear the walking dead you're getting glimpses of 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 zombies and yeah just just here and there never more than one or two on screen it's not over exaggerated although at the end of the episode you you definitely get the hint of probably the well, largest horde we've ever seen and or that's, heard that's the funniest thing too because i was watching the episode and i went oh my god a zombie um, yeah but the, like, it's, it's i haven't seen one in forever it feels like they're teasing us for a big big event in episode six or they're just going out at a slow pace and focusing more on the shitty shitty humans in this in this walking dead yeah universe. And, that, and that's what it is like so let's just say at the very end of the episode the barber there gets up to the arena where the 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 army kid was talking about yeah and um the doors start rattling and the camera cuts back in this awesome epic scene and you see how big the arena is yep and you're kind of like that was that was a pretty bad idea in retrospect, don't you think? Yeah, it's it's interesting. Um, and, so, and the fact that we find out what Cobalt is, which was the the project, the whole spinoff project was originally called Cobalt. And, yeah, do you remember that? I forgot about that until uh, I was watching. I was like Cobalt, Cobalt, like pulling clips and stuff, and I went, "Oh my god, that's what we originally thought it was called." Yeah, that's what they were calling it as a spinoff, and Cobalt being the get the hell out, kill all the civilians. Which, by the way, I want to say doesn't make sense. Like, yeah. I, it, it makes sense that if the military is going to pull out, they're going to pull out. But it doesn't make sense that they would go house to house and kill everybody. It makes no sense. Well, they're trying to they're trying to keep the infection down, right? And the infection requires live live people and if they can't evacuate everybody i'm not i we talked a bit about this in the slack chat today and i'm by no means encouraging this behavior of mass genocide but like i can see where the crazy dude would think it's a great idea but then again like the captain was taken out in that library who's left to to give the order and at the end of the episode i don't think the cobalt order will be given because if we're right in the sense that it's just the LA base being evacuated and there's nobody above that, like everything's been splintered, we saw the remainder of the army leaving in the end of the right. episode. It, it, we see them leaving, and you see that if, he, if that captain is gone, chaos is going to reign. Yeah. Because yeah. he is the only thing keeping order. Yeah. Well, we and even saw when... Sorry, go ahead. And not even necessarily that we agree with his form of order. He shouldn't be making his troops stay awake for 50 hours. Yeah. And, and the fact- as someone that suffers from insomnia and has done like 48 without sleep, it's, it's physically painful after 24. And you can start seeing delusions by like three days in. So yeah. if they're approaching 50, they're on the borderline of starting to see things that aren't there yeah, yeah. well and, you know what and this is i mean we're leading up to the series uh season finale it's this weekend uh, this weekend um it's it's gonna make for an intense one absolutely all this slow build is just gonna unleash hell and that's kind of what the walking dead does sometimes but i'm telling you like this is gonna be intense you're talking about 
thousands of zombies escaping the arena, obviously, is what's going to happen. Um, you're talking an evacuation of the military trying to leave Los Angeles and the inhumane disposal of cows. Um, right, yeah. Nailed it's, it. Uh, it's good. What do you guys think? Like, how's this? What's going to happen next up, next week? Well, I think we're going to get a conclusion on the hospital. I, I think that whatever army was left in the quarantine zone is gone. There's still what? some sort of remnant of the army at the hospital, but I don't know. I, I think... I, one of, yeah. I think one of two things is going to happen. Either the mother and her son are going to get on the plane and leave with the evac, or we're going to get the mother decides to stay behind because she's not going to leave without her son. Uh, I think we're going to get the latter. I think we're going to get the group splits up. And I think that next season is going to the, the second season is going to be the journey to find where they left so that they can find their families. Yeah. That's... I think that's what's going to happen. Well, yeah, that doesn't sound very exciting. <laughs> I think with, I, I hope that's it not the case. It doesn't sound very exciting, but this season has not been that exciting. I I think like this is they've already proven the formula that they want to follow in in the first season of The Walking Dead, and that the last episode is going to end with a bang. They always end with a bang. Um, I I really do think it's going to end with a bang. And notice how we haven't had any major character deaths. No, no, not yet. We, we haven't, and I think that that's coming. But I don't think it's going to be the characters we suspect, and I think that they're expecting us to care about some of these characters, which, to be honest, I, I don't care about any of them. That's kind of my problem with not, this show. Not yet. I don't think you do yet. Um, but I think, I think you're going to start getting attached to a few of them anyway. Hey, yeah. do you know what we forgot to talk about? That little bit of awkwardness between the brother and sister, half-brother and sister. Yeah, that was... Um, um, she's obviously lonely, and he's, he's a teenager. It's <laughs> a little weird, though. It was definitely weird. Um, she was kind of, like, getting uh, changed with the like, door open. That was really well, not cool. <laughs> the thing, too, is is they're establishing that these two don't aren't taking what's going on around them seriously. Yeah, yeah. And I think that we're going to get them snapping to uh, what the hell in the next episode. Yeah, it, it was just really weird to me. Like it just it did, like it almost didn't need to happen. Yeah, it yeah. serves no purpose except to keep them busy. I don't think exactly. we need sexual tension between uh, the brother sister, the yeah. half brother and half sister, or no, not step brother and stepsister. They don't share. Yeah, they're not. They're not blood related but it's still awkward it's still weird and i mean obviously it sounds like they just really haven't had a lot of time to spend together you know right being from different families forced together by you know divorce and and putting back together the pieces and that sort of thing but i i uh, yeah you're right it was weird and again like the human drama that amc is focusing on in in the spinoff series sometimes it pays off sometimes it doesn't I for one uh, really like the, the 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 teacher Travis. I really like yeah. him. Everything he see, does, I really enjoy. See, I I I think he's useless. 
I think he's. Uh, I think he's. I think he's interesting. Like he's he's your positive um, anchor. He is, but I'm telling you right now, if he doesn't kill a zombie or an infected in the next episode, or at least take some kind of physical action and do something, he's going to die in the next season. Yeah, I, well, I agree. No, I don't think he's going to die. I don't think I don't think he'll die, but I agree. He needs to he needs to take a zombie out. But at this point, they're still learning a lot about it, and um, you're right. You can't spend your entire time in learning mode but i i mean the hardcore wife who was okay with torture hadn't killed a zombie yet like she still yeah, she did did she which one yeah she killed the principal she, she killed the principal oh, with, a, right. with, she, with, with a, sti- a fire, fire extinguisher, extinguisher how could i have forgotten the fire extinguisher nunchucks i sorry amc i know you put that in there for me but um yeah you're right okay she's a terrible person so i don't know she yeah. was okay with torture. I don't even know how she. I, I mean, uh, you know, love your son, but you did. You know, spend I think it's just. I think she gets it more than anyone else around her and the family. Yes. I think that's what it is. Like, I think some people right now are starting to understand what what. And she's seen a little bit more than everyone else too. She had to kill someone that was trying to kill her. She went outside the fence and you know saw dead people and dead walkers. Um, she's you know what I mean. Like she found out about like she's just. I think she's seen a little bit. I think she knows a little bit more. Um, it's it's pretty cool. It's a it, it's a good weird kind of character difference between her and her husband. You know. Yeah. No, I but agree. I saw I saw a preview for the for the next episode where they talk about killing that dude, or was that on this episode? Killing that dude. Which for dude? the um, the kid that they had wrapped trapped up. That's the clips for next episode. Okay, like the kid that they had wrapped up, like almost like they're just like, all right, we're done with you. Hmm. No, so, I haven't watched the preview yet. I don't know what wonder what's going to happen there. I don't think he's going to die. I think he's going to end up stranded with them. Yeah. I, I think. I There's think the military. I think the military is going to fall apart, especially without that captain. There's going to be bad choices made all around. And either the evac is going to happen or the evac isn't going to happen because of the chaos. And we're going to get stuck with a bunch of people stuck together that don't really want to be stuck together. Yeah. Or we're going to end up with everybody split up and trying to find each other. Yeah. Well, you know, what we should do, like we do with every finale or, you know, season intro, um, you guys out there listening, if we, hopefully we get this posted in time, <laughs> if, if unless anything bad happens. Um you know, what are your predictions? What, what do you guys think is going to happen? Who's going to live? Who's going to be alive? Where are they going to be? What are they going to do? I don't know. I, I, I think that um, I think the army is going to go back to the hospital and focus on getting getting the hell out of there. And I think they are going to wipe out that hospital. I don't think they're going to keep people alive. And I think that's where Nick and Strand are going to make their escape and uh, like Lou said, they're going to try to meet up in the middle without getting caught in, in that. I want some payoff on that uh, on that stadium. I don't think that stays yeah. locked up forever. Although, I picture that being the big thing in the beginning of the episode is somebody's going to break open that door and let them out. Maybe the key Strand has is the key to the arena and not... No, it's the key to the cell. I was going to say, maybe it's not the key to the cell. Maybe it's the key to the arena and he lets them all out. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. do. Maybe, but I don't not, think that that's... that's I don't think it. that's going to happen. No, I just, I just... I just... You know, I just want to throw it out there. You don't have to... I just, you don't write for AMC. Like, you write for sci-fi, I think, actually. 
Yeah, like, like Z Nation yeah. cats, all right? Something tells me, though, I'm going to tell you, something tells <laughs> me we're going to get split group. You think so? They're going to split up the family? I hope they're they don't go, do that. They're going to split up the family because they're going to want to make it the quest to find each other again. Oh, God, you they, think that's what we're going go to go I think that's what we're going to do. That's It's, it's stereotypical TV writing. But I don't think AMC is guilty of that. I think they're very guilty of it. Yeah, they I don't, do that. They do, do they that really? a couple times, buddy. I don't know. I think you guys are being too 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 strict on these. Well, you know what? I I think they want the, this show to identify with a normal audience, and I think that they want the the people to be like, oh, look, see, he needs to find his son. Well, we all know that Lou is always right. So <laughs> I, I hope he's wrong. I really want to like this. I really want to like this because again, like we've got Walking Dead and. That's about it for good zombie content. I'm telling you. Yeah. And I zombie. And I zombie. I can put I zombie up there now. That's good, yeah. I want Fear oh, yeah. the Walking Dead to be good, guys. I, I am enjoying it. I'm, I'm enjoying you know. it, but it has not wowed me. Yeah. Everything seems very predictable. A little. Yeah, it's a little it's a little on the I think I know what's gonna happen side, but I would much rather see the soldiers not be the bad guys, but get overrun with the dead. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they went with, up oh, the soldiers are the bad guys. And it, you see that trope over and over and over and over again. And I would much rather just see them stuck in a situation they can't handle. They get overwhelmed and everybody ends up having to escape. Yeah. And chaos. But that's not what they're going to do because doing something like that costs a lot of money. Yeah. We'll see. God damn it, man! Exactly. My thoughts exactly passed Ryan, who recorded his voice and sent it to Bob so he could put it on the soundboard. My thoughts exactly. Yeah, so you know what, guys? We could talk about this until Sunday, and we could just watch it live together. Sweet. But um, Let's go ahead. Let's get into the wrap-up. Uh, let's get the listeners in on this. Get this episode posted so they can tell us what they think is going to happen at the end. Yeah. And uh, Ryan. Mm-hmm. Why don't you tell people about all of our amazing contact information? Oh, I certainly shall will. Um, first of all, thank you to our, our fantastic patrons over at patreon.com slash zombies ate my podcast, including Pete. Awesome Pete. A good old Z Nation fan. Is his who, name Awesome Pete or is it Pete? It's Awesome Pete. Oh, okay, cool. Actually, no, sorry. It's Mr. Pete. Awesome. Pete Awesome. Pete Awesome. All right, continue. Anyways, thank you, Pete. Thank you, patrons. You're awesome. You're the reason we're doing this live on Alpha Geek Radio. But if you can't make it to our normal Wednesday evening recordings at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, you can always tune into Channel 3 on Alpha Geek Radio and sometimes come across Zombies Ate My Podcast. All the archives are played there uh, at random. And, yeah, so if you're just – if you want to just go Zombies Ate My Podcast roulette, just go to Channel 3 Alpha Geek. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be great. Um, finally, our website. Go to zombiesatemypodcast.com where you'll find all the information, like our email info at zombiesatemypodcast.com. Tell us what you think about Fear the Walking Dead. Am I right? Everybody's. It's going to be an awesome episode. Is Lou right? Is it going to go back to TV trope land and someone's going to have to MacGyver something? Anyways, we'll, we'll see. I think Lou's right, to be honest. Uh, follow us on Twitter at zombiespodcast to know when we're going live for our shows and stuff like that also facebook google plus youtube all that fun stuff more more fun stuff coming if you want to follow individual hosts 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 i'm at r murphy lou is at busy zombie lord 
and Bob is at Bobbert F. Finally, a quick shout out to Joel Duggan for the fantastic artwork. You can find more of his great stuff at joelduggan.com. A dot com. Thank you, Ryan Murphy. Mm, thank you. As always, Bobbert Splen- F. Splendid. Splendid F is almost what I just said because of you. Splendid. <laughs> it's uh, late. Well, until next time, everyone. Thanks for listening, and keep your uh, cattle prods pretty close to your sides. Yeah, you know, cattle prods. Just, just in case. You just never know. Yeah. You just don't know. You don't. It's not a cattle prod. You're right. Yeah, it's like a, oh, like so a cow gun. Uh, <laughs> like a cow gun. Just like a. They have a is? name. Oh, you know what it is. No Country for Old Men. Incoming bad zombie joke. That's what it is. In case you didn't hear. Incoming bad zombie joke. That's what it is. <sighs> hey, uh, we've been talking about the, uh, the the army, the armed services a lot this episode. So I'm going to go with this joke. Lou Page. Sure. How do zombies serve their country? I have no idea. By serving in the Marine Corps. Uh, <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh, Lou, thank you. Thank you.